Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. Hey, Howard, how you doing? Pretty good. What's new with you, Logan? Well, Allie. What? This is your first episode. I, we record multiple episodes. This is your first episode of the day. I mean, you got to come up with what's going gotta on in get your fired life. Up. Yeah, come on. What's new in my life? Um, It's starting to get warm outside, which has really changed the game for me. And I just finished my second puzzle of the winter season. This actually was really cool. You like puzzles too, right? Uh, no. Sell crazy someplace else. We're all stocked up here. Okay, never mind. I'm not going <laughs> to bore you with this. So... They have the picture for the puzzle, and they give that to you. Mm-hmm. And so I've done two different ones from this company. The first one, the puzzle itself was different than the picture. Like, it was close enough that you could use the picture. Okay. But the goal was to figure out, like, what happened. So it was, like, a mystery. Huh. This one, this is a spoiler, but they are not just, like, an outside border. They had, like, borders that ran through the middle of it. What? Which was whack and very hard to get your head around. And then once you finish it, you open up this envelope and you have to like switch around all the different borders and then it creates a new like opening in the puzzle. Anyway, it's like pretty puzzle crazy. extreme. It was I get really the ones fun. with a hundred pieces that take Oh me. my gosh, Logan. <laughs> Just kidding. But that's wild. Uh, yeah. Sounds like you need friends. Warmth. You need, I need to be warmth. outside. See, I told you it don't yeah. function well in the winter. <laughs> if you're fucking doing poop two puzzles in the in the winter time, wow. Yeah, impressive. That's but there I mean you've got the extreme puzzle game going, so that's fun. Mm-hmm. What's new? What are you working on this winter? Um. Well, let's see. Well, like I said, I was talking with Quint on the last episode about cooking, so I've been trying to become Master Chef. Basically, um, I watch Master Chef often, and then now I'm that's to, your like, inspiration. Im- yeah, I try to put it in. Is Master Chef one where they just give them the ingredients and then they have to figure it out, or are they all creating a recipe? Uh, it's different one? things. It's like okay. a challenge competition thing, and then you want to become the master chef. So that's basically Obviously. me in the kitchen every day. Um, <laughs> and then now I do like that it's getting warmer because now I get to implement grill again. The, oh, the yeah. Blackstone's coming out. So um, that'll be that'll be great because I love grilling, and yeah, it's fantastic. You know what my favorite cooking show is? What? It's Or I guess it's technically baking, so I don't want to get you know backlash for that but it's called nailed it i think okay and it's like they basically you nominate people who are just absolutely terrible at baking that's beautiful and then they try to learn like within an I hour could be on that show i'm it's so bad <laughs> baking. i'm a pretty decent cook but when you have to get all the measurements right and all that kind of stuff no very not yeah, good it's chaos good. It's okay chaos. Housekeeping odds and ends that we have going on. We are sponsored by Jewel Financial, our wealth development program um, that we do, where we meet with folks all across the country that are listening to this podcast that say, "Hey, I, you know, I have the the basic steps down, but I need someone to come alongside me and help with what comes in the future. I need someone to come and uh, and you know provide insight to." our situation and you need a partner and if you need a partner that comes alongside you and helps you with your situation feel free to give us a call look us up at jewelfinancial.com it is j-o-u-l-e jewel financial 
Okay, send us questions. You guys have been sending us a lot of good questions, but we need those questions. Podcast at DIYMoney.org. That's podcast at DIYMoney.org. If we use your question on the show, again, audio questions. you got to make sure you record it and send it in as an audio file, not as just an email. But if we use your question, you get a $25 Amazon gift card for sending that question in. And then follow us on DIY Money Podcast on all the social medias that you'll see there. Okay, we got a good question today from Martin. Martin, what do you got? D-I-Y! Hey, DIY Money. This is Martin from California. I'm wondering what budget trackers you recommend. My wife and I work full-time and have no debt except the mortgage and have a joint bank account for all our bills. What app do you recommend couples use to track expenses and create margin? Love the banter and thanks for all you do. Okay, A. Howard, I'm going to let you start this off because... If there's one person I know that's a wizard with technology and with budget tracking, it's you. So tell them about what you do. So, well, let me start by saying this. I think one of the keys in a relationship is, and we talk about this quite a bit in the office, nine times out of ten, there's going to be one person in the relationship that cares about this and one person that does not want to be within 500 yards of this. Me and my wife, yes. So, Uh, I think the first key in figuring out what's going to work is taking both of those things into account. So what I do is I have a really complicated, elaborate spreadsheet I've built over time. I think it's really fun, really cool. I have all these like tables and charts and all this jazz, and I enter everything in manually. So you use Excel. I use Google Sheets, but essentially Excel. But you have this thing on your phone where you can like, Explain that. Right. So I basically created like a hot link on my phone where I fill out a Google form every time I swipe my credit card and it just, I put where I spent it, how much I spent, and then I have a drop down where I pick a category and then Google Sheets does its wizardry and pulls that information and then we'll put it into my budget automatically. So at okay. any point I can just pull up the, sh- the spreadsheet and click on my budget and I'll know to the dollar what I've spent in each category. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. I know that if I were to be in a relationship, there's a good chance that whoever I marry is not going to want to do that because that's a lot of work. So I think the key is trying to find something that works for both people and or just being willing to take on the like role of being the CFO and doing the budget stuff. So anyway, I think when it comes down to selecting an app or something like that, a lot of times we're pretty quick to be like, you shouldn't have an app, do it by hand. It will build more discipline, which is true. And I think in the relationship, one person should be doing it by hand or reconciling it or whatever it might be to keep consistent tabs on it and take some ownership and responsibility for the numbers themselves. But I also think there's a good chance that the other person in the relationship is either not going to be involved at all and expect the CFO role to do all of those things, or they're going to be okay with being involved, but they want it to be a little bit easier than having all these elaborate spreadsheets. Yeah, I I mean, I I think that's valid. I started out whenever my wife and I were doing it, because this is how I tracked it before we were married. I tracked all my expenses um, using Excel. Similar to how you did it, I saved receipts. I went back and typed in manually what they were. And um, my wife did not... She she didn't understand all the things that I was doing in the Excel sheet, and it made it very difficult for her to understand it. So we made a subtle shift. I use now... um, 
actually I use our planning portal that we use at, at Jewel Financial. I use our planning portal to bring in everything, and then it makes it a little bit easier with some graphs and charts and things that you can do. Um, now, you have to be a client of ours to, to utilize that, but I, there's a lot of other things that I've tried that have worked well for me. Um, I've used an app called Spending Tracker on my phone, which basically is what you're saying you made as a hot link. So every expense that I have, I go in, you hit the expense button, you type in where you spent it, what you spent it on, that kind of thing. So it's a pretty simple process, but um, I've used that spending tracker app before. I tried Mint for a while. So Mint basically takes all of your information from your credit card and it puts it into um, graphs and things like that. I don't like Mint and I don't normally recommend it because of how automated it is. So if you go and swipe your card, it's going to throw it into a budget category. And I see young people doing this all the time where they're like, hey, do you track your expenses? Yeah, of course we track our expenses. We have Mint. We do it. Okay, when's the last time you looked at it? Uh, Four months ago, right? They don't look at it often because it's automated. It automatically goes into a bucket. It Then you, you go in and log in and look at it, and it's like, oh, okay, well, I overspent one of these categories and overspent in this category. But you're not feeling it. You're not getting down to a level where you're making adjustments and changes. You're putting things in buckets. And also something I don't like about Mint is if I go to Target and I get groceries and I get household supplies and I get something for fun or for entertainment... If I get all those three different segments, I want to go in there and break that out and put those into different areas. And if you're using something like a mint, that's just going to throw it all in groceries or that's going to throw it all into entertainment. And then you need to go in and re-break everything out and stuff like that. So I don't like how it just puts it into a random category. There's a lot of other things that people use. I think Daniel uses YNAB uh, for his in, in budget tracking and doing that. I know people still that do the envelope method and they literally use cash. They put cash into an envelope for each different area of their life and they use cash to spend it. Or they put checks in different areas to do that. I'm just a caveman. Your world frightens and confuses me. My primitive mind can't grasp these concepts. Again, it really does depend, and Ali said this perfectly, it depends on what your personality is and what your style is, but you you just got to try stuff. Like you just need to try different things and you're probably going to find out quickly that they're not working or you're not tracking it quickly enough or you're not uh, diving into it deep enough. Then try something else and make a quick adjustment and change. But it's about trying things and getting to different areas. I mean, my favorite is something where you're going in, you're typing in the information or you're writing down the information, you're feeling it, you're touching it, you're putting it into your budget categories, and then you're reviewing it. I think this is one of the most important things, that you're taking time. If you're the CFO in the family, maybe that's weekly. I do mine on Sundays after Sunday afternoons. I go in and I look at our budget. I look at how we've spent money. I make sure it's in the right categories. I make any adjustments I need to make. And that's my Sunday afternoon activity. But then I go back with my spouse and once a month, review things and say, hey, this is how we've been doing in this category. Maybe we need to trim something here. Hey, we actually have a lot left in our entertainment budget this this month. Let's do something fun with that entertainment budget. So reviewing it and diving back in and making sure you're collaborating with your significant other, if you have one, is super, super important. I think that's good. There's a phrase that we hear all the time around the office, and this is a phrase that challenges me because of who I am. But Quint says it a lot. He says, don't get it right, just get it going. Mm. 
that is difficult for me because I'm the kind of person that I want to know it's going to work. I've looked at every option. I've figured out all the issues I might run into. And then I want to start then. And I think sometimes that hinders people, people with that similar personality as me in starting to budget because what I do now is like 10 times more elaborate than what I started doing. And over time, I've just made tweaks to say like, okay, this aspect doesn't really work. And I actually, I started on YNAB for a little bit. I liked it, but it wasn't giving me quite as much flexibility as I wanted in terms of how things were displayed or what categories and things like that. But I think that is an encouraging starting point is it doesn't have to be perfect. And like you said, find an app that you think could match your personality, start budgeting with it. And if you feel like it's trash, then pick a new one and try again. Yeah. I mean, obviously there's a million out there, right? So So there's a bunch that you can look into and that you can try. Um, But I think most importantly, you find something that you like. It's not going to be perfect. Budgeting is not fun necessarily, but it's not going to be perfect. You just need to be able to do it. You need to be able to do something that you understand uh, and you need to get started. I mean, you're you're absolutely right, Allie. You just got to get started and you got to get going down that path and building out the budget. Get busy living. Get busy dying. Now, important, when we talk about budgeting, these apps, a lot of the time, are tracking. They they help you track your expenses. That's not budgeting. That's the first step in the cycle. You have to track and know what you spend, but that's not budgeting. Budgeting is going in, putting it into categories. We normally say you, you shouldn't have more than 15 categories. That's a lot. I normally like to keep mine between 5 to 10 categories that money's going into. So you put it into categories. You put it into fixed versus variable expenses. So a fixed expense is the same every month. A variable expense is going to adjust each month. You're going to put those into those categories as well, classified. And then you start budgeting. Then you start saying, after a month, two months of tracking what you spend, you go in and you say, okay, this is approximately what we spend on groceries. This is going to be our grocery budget. This is going to be our budget for eating out. This is our budget for entertainment. You break out those different categories and then you cut areas that you want to get rid of and that you think you can successfully cut down a little bit. You should cut down some of those uh, subscription services that you might have or some of those different areas. That's when you start doing the trimming. But just tracking the expenses like these budgeting apps do is not really budgeting. Budgeting is when you go in there and you put limits on yourself, you put limits on your spending, and then you make adjustments accordingly. I like that. I never thought about tracking versus budgeting because tracking to me is boring. I don't like putting all the expenses in there every day. It gets monotonous. But budgeting, I think, is based on your goals. And that's where it's fun. Like you were saying, let's cut here, let's cut here. Well, when we cut here and cut here, it's so that we can increase the budget here mm-hmm. and you can spend more on entertainment or travel or whatever it might be that you want to do. And that's where I think budgeting gets fun is learning how to move the numbers around to get to live the lifestyle that you want. Yeah, to pay off debt, to save, to have more money for your entertainment, whatever it is, and you're priority- prioritizing the things that are important to you. So that's a great question, Martin. I hope this helped. Find what you can do, find what's best for you and for your significant other, and then just go for it and try it and then make adjustments over time if you need to. But thank you for your question. Again, Martin sent his question to podcast at DIYmoney.org. Send us those audio questions. He's going to get a $25 Amazon gift card. Thank you, friends. The secret to wealth is really very simple. Live on less than you make, invest the rest, and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one.
Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.